fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And stress is an inevitable factor in your life and in the lives of the people in your organization. A fit, healthy team is an energized, effective team, but it is not enough to just tell your people what to do, you need to show them. If you want your people to have a better quality of life and a more rewarding career, then it is vital that you lead from the front. Your choices, your behaviors are in the spotlight. My name's Jay Unwin, it's time to get fit to lead. Don't forget that on the first Wednesday of every month at 11am UK time, I run a free webinar called Level Up Your People. If you're interested in coming along, then you can head to fitbodyfitmind.online forward slash level up and get yourself registered. I just got back from a weekend of camping with my family down in Cornwall. And one of the things that I love to do when I go camping or when I just even just have a day out with my family is to leave my phone at home. Now, this might seem quite extreme to some people because we have ended up in an era where we are so glued to our technology that it seems almost unthinkable that we go anywhere without our smartphone, for example. And this is exactly why I choose to do this. It's because of boundaries, I think is the best word to describe this. Now, boundaries might seem restrictive in some ways but with boundaries comes uh with with boundaries come greater freedoms as well because what we're doing is we are we are saying no to some things in order to have the capacity to say yes to other things so everything that we do almost cancels out something else that we do we can only do so many things we can only choose so many uh, things that are important to us it's like Mark Manson says in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. We've only got so many fucks to give. And in order to spend those on things which are important to us, we have to not spend them on other things. So we have to make these certain choices. We can't have everything, after all. We know this. So by having certain boundaries, it frees up our bandwidth to enjoy different things. Now, what I will say is that the caveat here is I'm not I'm not saying that you have to do something. I'm not saying that you should do the same thing that I do. I'm just offering you an alternative viewpoint, as I always try to do, an alternative viewpoint, choices which you may have forgotten that you have. So what I did was I left my phone at home. Now, it happened to be Digital Detox Day uh, this weekend as well. So Sunday was Digital Detox Day. Now, I will, you know, hold my hands up. I was on social media by about 7.30 p.m. on the Sunday, so I didn't have the full Sunday off, but I had had uh, 53 hours without my phone prior to this. So I'd kind of done my own one. It doesn't really matter whether it's Digital Detox Day or not anyway. So mine, I'd had 53 hours where my phone was at home and I wasn't. I was out doing other stuff with my family, uh, camping. And so I like to do this on a day out as well, like I said, to just so that I can be more present, so that I am not tempted to check my messages because it's always something work-related as well. So it's about having these boundaries around work. And one of the big reasons why I've burned out a couple of times in the past, first off as a teacher, second off as a personal trainer, was that I had, I had almost non-existent boundaries. As a teacher, I was working ridiculous uh, hours into the evening uh, and at least one full day at the weekend on top of the hours that I was actually in school. And this is something which is quite common across teaching. 
So I ended up burning out because I had poor boundaries. Now, when I was a personal trainer, it was the same kind of thing. I would be replying to messages either from clients or prospective clients up till, you know, 11, 11.30 at night, sometimes even after midnight. And this was not conducive to um, the kind of restoration that we need from downtime. It didn't help me recover. I was having this constant low-level chronic stress in the background, which I wasn't even really aware of. And it was just gradually wearing me down, wearing me down, wearing me down. And one of the best ways to limit that happening is to have good boundaries. So for me, this is about boundaries. For me, this is about having those saying no to certain things so I can say yes to other things. Excess tech can be an issue because of... Uh, the things that it stops you from doing. It's not necessarily that there are certain things that being on technology, being on screens, being on social media are bad for inherently, but choosing those over other things can be. Sometimes you'll find that things like spending excess time on social media can cause self-image problems, low self-esteem because of this kind of uh, habit of comparing ourselves to others. But it can also cause things like sleep problems and stuff like that because we're not sleeping. We're not going to bed because we're staying up and we're on our phones and we're on social media. It can also, uh, you know, knock on effects of of depression and anxiety as well, whether that's to do with the low self-esteem, whether it's to do with the sleep problems, because, of course, you're at a greater risk of developing mental health uh, issues if you aren't sleeping well. It can also have an effect on things like your physical health as a result of unhealthy eating, lack of exercise and things like that because you're spending so much time on social media and you want to be doing that rather than, you know, cooking yourself a healthy meal from scratch or doing some exercise, going for a walk because we're sat on the sofa just scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Facebook. So again, it's not about the actual act itself, but it's about what that's stopping you from doing. Now, if you wanted to change things, for example, now, again, I want to make it clear that you don't have to change anything if you don't want to. I'm not saying that you have to change things. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just reminding you that there are other options. So if you want to change things, then I would recommend, first of all, reflecting on what time on your phone, what time on your computer, what time on social media is stopping you from doing that's important to you. Is it having an effect on your relationships? whether that's your romantic relationships, your relationship with your kids, friendships, are you spending less time doing those things and cultivating those relationships because you are, uh, you know, stuck to your phone? Is it affecting your health? Is it affecting your sleep? Is it affecting your mental health? So the first thing is to take stock of these things and assess it and see whether you actually do want to change these things. And if you do, then look at where your time is most spent and look at what you're not particularly enjoying. So for example, for me, one of the things that I really haven't been enjoying for a long time is Facebook as a platform. I just have not been enjoying what it's become over the past, well, to be honest, maybe the last few months, but the last few years as well. And so one of the things that I've done is I've just completely deleted my Facebook account. I don't have Facebook. I have no, my business is not on Facebook. My, I'm not personally on Facebook. And that was, uh, that freed up time because I found myself, I was going on there through habit and scrolling through my newsfeed, not because I wanted to, but because it was habitual. It was an automatic behavior. And what I was reading and what I was consuming information-wise was stressing me out. And I didn't come off Facebook feeling better. I didn't come off feeling happy. I didn't really enjoy it. 
So have a think about what you are doing and whether you're really enjoying it, and whether it's adding value to your life, whether it's something that you know, you're know you gonna look back on in the future and go, wow, I wish I hadn't spent so much time doing that and I wish I'd spent it instead doing this. So assess that and think about what you could change. What are the specifics? Is there a platform that you're on a lot that you could come off? Are there certain times of day where you could put boundaries in place? One of mine, for example, on that is that my phone goes away at 9 p.m. and I spend some time watching TV with my wife, watching a Netflix series or something like that, and it gives me some wind down time. I'm not consuming, I'm not replying to messages. And in fact, I'm going to be pulling that one forward to about 8 p.m. And my phone's going to go away and I'm going to read instead because I miss reading. Not because I think that, you know, it's it's somehow more virtuous or somehow more, uh, you know, it, <laughs> the, the image of it that it's better or anything like that because it's not. None of these things are inherently better or worse. I'm doing it because I miss reading. I miss reading books. I've got a whole pile of books that I haven't read and I'm not going to work my way through them if I don't dedicate some time to it. And I realised that that time in the evening was was time that I could spend doing that. So I'm bringing my boundary forward to 8pm. Again, this is just what I do. These are just ideas. It's going to look different to you. I also leave my phone in my office overnight so I don't actually have my phone at bedtime because I know that I'm tempted to look at it. I'm tempted to check my emails and check my messages and have a quick scroll through Instagram just before I go to sleep. There's no need for that. So I leave it in my office and then once I'm in my office at 8am the next day, then I've got it back and I can use it for work. Now, smartphones are one of the most powerful tools that we've got. It's, it's at no other time throughout history have we had a device which does all the things that a smartphone does. So it's massively, massively powerful. And I wouldn't necessarily say that it's a good idea to get rid of it because the connection that it affords us with people that matter to us in terms of communication is, is, is astounding. And so I'm not saying that you should get rid of it, but I'm saying that we shouldn't rely on it perhaps as much as we do. Or at least we don't have to rely on it as much as we do. So these are just a few ideas about boundaries that you can have around, you know, your, your tech, your digital life. And having this kind of, these, these these digital boundaries in place, having a detox of a couple of days or even just one day or even just half a day can help break that cycle and make you realise that actually you've been missing out on some stuff that's really important to you. So perhaps think about a half day or, a, or an occasion where you could uh, leave your phone at home. Perhaps think about a time in the evening where you could give yourself a cutoff, give yourself a boundary. Perhaps you could put it on flight mode. Perhaps you could, you know, there's all kinds of things. There's all kinds of things that you could do. But have a think about what would work for you. Try it out and see how you get on. And whatever you decide, best of luck and keep reflecting on what does and doesn't serve you. Thank you for listening to Fit to Lead with me, Jay Unwin. If you're not already connected with me on LinkedIn, come and find me using the link in the podcast description and say hello. If you want me to help you improve the fitness and well-being of your team and of yourself, let's set up a call. Until next time, stay fit, stay well, and keep leading from the front.